Boom. We are live. I don't know where everybody's at. I'm right here. You're right here. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you. Shout out to Atomic Tabasco in the chat. Appreciate you being here. Sorry I'm late again. I'm just going to have to change the debut date to something else. Yeah, I went live this morning covering that. Uh, I was going to do that Letitia Stout trial, but that didn't happen. Thanks for the notice on that, people. Um, and also, um, I had to work, so they were reinstating old Jason, I'm um, Justin Pearson. So when they were reinstating his boo-boo self, I streamed that deal. I had no idea how long it was going to go. I had to go to work, man. It says 7 p.m. It may not be 7 p.m. your time. Well, you see the clock right there in front of my face. It's 8.19 right now. I'm late like a mofo. One second to fix this. Got to go all the way to YouTube to pin this comment in the chat. Like anybody's going to go to it or see it anyway, so who really cares? He thought this was all I did. No, man, I'll be streaming all kinds of stuff. I stream all during the day. I do those police chases. <laughs> when those police chases happen late at night, I stream those shits too. Any of the breaking news, I try to do that. I do Trump's stuff when he goes live. I missed it today, though. I had to go to work, like I said. He was doing his deposition today. And I missed it. Dumb. Straight dumb. What is your time right now? It's uh, 8.20 where I'm at. Later than a mofo. And I don't know why my stream on uh, Rumble's not live right now. I mean, it is, but... It's not, you know what I mean? It's showing, it's still showing upcoming over there. That's why, because I'm not even streaming from over there. I didn't add it to the stream key. Dumb. It may be the time. Yeah, we're the same time zone. Sweet. So dumb. I forgot to set up the... Uh, and it won't let me change it either in here, which is stupid. I just need to do like a... Uh, do a... Um, technical testing stream and just test stuff and 
work out all the kinks of this dumb stuff. Appreciate you being here either way, though. So the people on Rumble are missing out. I need to end this live stream on YouTube and pick up everybody on Rumble. You're going to go get people? Go get people and let me remake this damn stream because I'd rather have everybody on Rumble, too. While we're doing it at the same time. What do you think about that, Atomic? It don't even matter. You don't know how to chat on Rumble? Well, we're just going to hang out here then. It works the same way, woman. What you talking about? get to this news right quick. I appreciate y'all being here. Let's do it. Get this thing in focus here. Bing, bong, boom. stuff the true social calling Letitia James all kind of names and people were upset
It's all good. Let's see this article. They were saying, uh, Trump was saying all kind of mean stuff to her and on true social and they get their feelings hurt. Since Trump appeared for deposition in a high stakes civil lawsuit threatening the fate of his business empire. I'm sure this is not the same one. It might be. Let's find out. Donald Trump appeared for a deposition Thursday as part of a high stakes civil case brought by New York State against the former president, some of his children, and sprawling business empire. The suit is seeking $250 million and bans on Trump's ability to operate a business in the state. The case is set for trial in October. The Trumps have denied wrongdoing.
Am I gone? What you talking about, woman? I'm right here. I'm so late on things. It's dumb. Having to work a job and doing a YouTube show doesn't always work out, you know what I mean? I'm here, though. The former president's deposition is part of this, the discovery process of the case, and his attorney said earlier Thursday that he was prepared to answer James's questions. A notable departure from his refusal to respond to questions from her team during a deposition that occurred a month before the suit was filed. That's the one that I showed. Atomic. Um, he just kept saying the fifth, the fifth, the fifth. And they were like, man, can we just agree? Like every time, uh, can he just say same answer and it would be the same thing so we don't have to sit here and hear the same deal? What up, Bob? You here till B. Tatum starts? I appreciate you being here, man. What time's he starting? I'm late as hell anyway. I appreciate you being here. Uh, he remains resolute in his stance that he has nothing to conceal, and he looks forward to educating the Attorney General about the immense success of his multi-billion dollar company, Trump's attorney, Alina Habba, said in a statement. He's late, too. Everybody's late. I think that time change is messing with people, man. I'm just going to have to change mine till 8 o'clock. And just try to get here on time. I had gardening to do. I, did, I planted some more onions. I planted some red onions. And some uh, green beans. I planted some peas out that beast. Some more Roma tomato plants. All kinds of stuff. So I was planting in the garden. Playing hooky from this show. I had to work though, man. I got to get work done. I'm a working man. Uh, James was in the room for at least some of the meeting, the source said. In a civil case, if a defendant asserts the Fifth Amendment, the jury can make what's known as an adverse interference, inference, sorry, and place weight against Trump for refusing to answer questions. Oh, boy. Thursday's appearance marked the first time Trump has been back in New York since he pleaded, pled not guilty last week in a Manhattan criminal court to 34 charges of falsifying business records according to investigation into hush money payments and to, to the uh, adult film star Sloppy Daniels. After Trump's first sit-down in August, the former president and his legal team have been able to glean more knowledge about the allegations against him because documents and other materials have been turned over to them. Cool, so they got some stuff to go over. Trump's three children named in the case were also deposed by the Attorney General's office last year with Ivanka and Donald Trump Jr. both providing answers two prosecutors. While Eric Trump invoked his Fifth Amendment right in 2020 in response to more than 500 questions. Well, he didn't tell him nothing, boy. Keep your mouth shut. 
In a new uh, campaign video released Thursday, Trump said that if he, if elected, he would appoint 100 new U.S. attorneys to fight what he described as communist corruption. Sweet. As he railed against the U.S. justice system and made baseless claims of bias by district attorneys across the nation. Well, we're going to go back up and watch you. This is CNN politics, by the way. At the very beginning of this, they started it by saying the lawsuit brought by last December by the New York Attorney General Letitia James, a Democrat. What are you talking about biases for? What does that even matter? If there's no bias involved, why would they cite that in the article? Prepping you for the bad news that Trump's not going to like him. The former president argued district attorneys and their staff in Chicago, San Francisco, and Los Angeles should be subpoenaed without providing any explanation or evidence for such an action. He promised to completely overhaul the Federal Department of Justice and the FBI and launch sweeping civil rights investigations into Marxist local district attorneys. He also said there will be a complete investigation into the use of police state tactics by federal authorities to arrest conservatives and Christians. Sweet. He's going to have a fight on his hands when he comes back because you know they're not going to make that easy. S.E. Wolverines. Yeah, horse face Stormy Daniels. Dog face Pony Soldier. This reminded me how to put my logo up here. Do, 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 boom, 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 so fresh and so clean, clean. I appreciate y'all being here. Man, y'all went late last night on Sonia's show, early this morning. I fell asleep right at the end, right before she played the Pointer Sisters. I'm like, dude, I'm falling asleep in my damn chair. I had to shut my computer down. It was dumb. It was going to start malfunctioning and whatnot. Make sure y'all call in. I got them phone lines open right now if y'all want to talk about Trump's deposition, the lack of evidence and all that whatnot. 615-348-5482. Six one five three four eight five four eight two, and what you're listening to right now is available on your podcast. Your favorite platforms: Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, all that fun stuff. Shout out to all my rebels that show up, even when though I'm late as hell. I appreciate y'all, Bob MK, Atomic, and SC Wolverines. We probably would have had a full house if I would have went on time. People got to work, though. Shout out to the moderators that be working all the time. Anthony and Atomic were in the chat today. I saw y'all, but I couldn't do anything. My phone was crap. I set up the stream, and then I was going to monitor everything on the road. Man, 
My cell phone was zero service happening today. Trying to mess around with me. Shout out to the moderators, Anthony McQuaid, Atomic Tabasco, Cat F, Zetoichi's Kane Sword. Hope Zetoichi's all right. I ain't seen him in a minute. Latina and Cali. And a beautiful Miss Sonia scrapbook. I'm sure she's busy. Everybody's busy tonight. Man, I got ribs cooking. I didn't even want to jump on this mother tonight. I'll tell you what right now. But I got time. To kill, because I got my ribs going. Two hours left until I wrap them up in some foil. I'll make some ribs, man. I'll tell you that right now. You don't want no part of it. Make you want to commit a domestic on your family members. Heard him right there, and then here he comes. Uh, Sonia really loves Trump. She, she don't, and she's uh, from that area. You know what I mean? 
So we know not all New Yorkers hate Trump. Crazy. I got a bunch of shorts and stuff I need to post too. Man, I got so much stuff to do. It's dumb. Dumb. We're just going to go down the line on these here. Uh, everybody needs to hide your kids, hide your wife. Because they're trying to kidnap everybody out here. Uh, this story says a mom warns of AI voice cloning scam that faked her daughter's kidnapping. Watch this. And she thinks that it's her daughter because the AI, I guess, has gotten good enough to mimic her daughter's voice. I don't know how they're doing that. Somebody calling you, they have to be listening to your voice. They have to get that recording of your voice somehow. Maybe her YouTube channel. <laughs> no sound on the video mom. And I'm like, okay, what happened? She's like, mom, these bad. A man demanded ransom in exchange for Brianna. Got it, sir. Appreciate it. I'm going to go back. Ed told her he'd pick her up. I started to wonder, like, from an Arizona mom who says she was the victim of a terror. This morning, an urgent warning from an Arizona mom who says she was the victim of a terrifying voice cloning hoax. I just walked inside and started screaming for help. Jennifer DiStefano says when she recently received a call from an unknown number, she almost didn't answer. But her 15-year-old daughter, Brianna, was on a skiing trip and she worried it could be an emergency. So she picked up. And it's my daughter's voice crying and sobbing, um, saying, Mom. And I'm like, okay, what happened? She's like, Mom, these bad men have me. Help me, help me. DiStefano says a man demanded ransom in exchange for Brianna. He didn't want a wire transfer, but instead told her he'd pick her up. I started to wonder, like, if these people were, like, asking to track my mom and, like, pick her up, like, they could have obviously been, like, putting some information together to try and track me or some of my siblings to actually make this a reality. Um, so it definitely scared me. Within minutes, they confirmed her daughter was safe. She says it was all a scheme using artificial intelligence to replicate her daughter's voice. Most people in the modern age have some form of an online identity and have probably spoken in some way in some aspect that's been recorded, especially if you're under the age of 25. So this becomes very, very challenging as we move into a future where we do have uh, these AI generators or, or synthetic audio uh, when it comes to verification and validation. Experts caution anyone with the right software can clone voices in just a matter of seconds. There's a lot of positive and exciting aspects about these technologies, but then of course they also come with a lot of risks and harms. Watch breaking news on YouTube. Subscribe to ABC7 Chicago.
Wow. Y'all better watch out, man. They after people nowadays so that they could clone it in seconds, they said. Crazy as hell. What would you do, man? You got a call from one of your nieces, one of your nephews, one of your your wife, somebody like that. Honey, honey, they got me kidnapped. Okay, what do you mean to do? Shit, you call the cops immediately, and then you got some prank calling with the cops. Charges going down. Like, oh, man. Oh, boy. Check this out. Uh, this story is condos where two people died in a fire are called the worst neighborhood in America. Let's check it out. We've seen some okay, bad neighborhoods. Continuing our live team two coverage is Channel 2's Richard Elliott. Richard, you took a deeper dive into that complex's troubled past, including <laughs> multiple murders and counts. You pay them the keeper. <laughs> Sponsored demolitions there. As investigators searched through the Brandon Hill condo where two people died, we went through documents detailing some of that complex's troubled past. Built in the 1980s and used as a home for Somali refugees, it fell into disrepair due to reported mismanagement. Bella, who didn't want us to use her last name, lives there. She also asked us not to show her face. She did talk about some of the problems. It is kind of sad that, you know, it's always something every few months that happens like in february someone shot a pregnant woman to death here on mother's day 2022 someone wow. shot six people here killing three of them we obtained this document from dekalb county commissioner ted terry's office they killed a pregnant woman there shit's going down in that neighborhood listen to what that lady says i mean dude you can't even go outside anymore as he appropriated $100,000 to support a Brandon Hill public health and safety fund. Quote, Brandon Hill condominium has been dubbed the worst neighborhood in America, the document says. Squalor and uninhabitable units fester violence and crime. From News Drone 2, you can see where DeKalb was able to demolish four abandoned buildings. And these photos show some of the 1,700 tons of trash here before it was removed. 1,700 tons, he said, I think. Or 17 tons. The document says squalor and uninhabitable units fester violence and crime. From News Drone 2, you can see where DeKalb was able to demolish four abandoned buildings. And these photos show some of the 1,700 tons of trash here wow. before it was removed. 1,700 tons of trash. Holy hell. Issues remain, and the county appears hampered because Brandon Hill remains private property with numerous landlords. In a statement, Commissioner Terry said, quote, The underlying issue here is that the CEO has refused to address the issues at Brandon in a holistic manner. The Blight Task Force is only concerned with tearing down derelict buildings. Bella says they often feel forgotten. We see things every day. We know things every day. We hear things every day. And, you know, no one really tries to help this community as much. Back live now here at the Brennan Hill condominium. We did reach out to the county for comment. We did not receive one. And another. This reporter's got some balls, dude. Doing his live report from the neighborhood, the worst neighborhood in America. I don't know, man. Statement late this afternoon, uh, Commissioner Terry pointed out that he was able to get three security cameras for this property. He says he remains committed to this and other neighborhoods in his district. We're live in Cap County. Wow. 1,700 tons of trash, dude. It's a lot of damn trash, man.
I mean, what do you do? You got to move the hell out of there. Nobody has no money. Even if they tried to help, no one would, would say a thing. Oh, I don't know. That's crazy. I mean, you got to get the hell up out of there, dude. And people can't afford it. That's probably some Section 8 housing is what that is. And they got all these different landlords over there. How how you got so many landlords at one property? That's crazy to me. I don't know the ins and outs of the real estate game by any means. Check this out. This dude killed his uh, girlfriend at a Phoenix restaurant. A man is now in custody after police say he admitted to shooting and killing his ex-girlfriend and wounding a teenager at a Burger King in Phoenix last night. That shooting happened near 19th Avenue and Buckeye Road. The two victims were employees of the restaurant. 25-year-old Maria Ramirez died on the scene while the second juvenile victim was taken to the hospital with life-threatening injuries. The suspect has been identified as 29-year-old Gerardo Alvarez. Short and sweet. I mean, this motherfucker just kills her at the restaurant. They had some kind of argument, I guess. She had custom $200 Jordans on. Damn, really? Maybe she can save up her cash. Yeah, I know, dude. They take advantage of the system. A lot of people do. I'm not saying that, she, that young lady does, but I mean... If you're in that neighborhood and you got $200 sneakers on and you don't pay the rent. The trial is underway now for the young woman accused of tossing her newborn in a dumpster. Prosecutors argue Alexis Avila wanted her child to die and it was down to luck and the kindness of strangers that he survived. The defense says, says it's not so simple. A case that has stirred up strong emotions. Did, um, did finding that video affect you? Oh, yeah. Now being put before a jury. The state started making its case against Alexis Avila, who was 18 years old in January of last year, when she was seen on surveillance video throwing a trash bag containing her newborn boy into a Hobbs dumpster. Prosecutors today taking jurors through the sequence of events that led a trio of dumpster divers to discover the infant hours later when they were rummaging for scrap materials and heard noises coming from the trash bag. I read the bag open. I said, oh my freaking God, is a baby. And he could barely even cry. He was freezing cold and he had a long umbilical cord and blood all over his forehead. Right away, they started warming up the baby and called 911. Wow, dude. Can you fucking believe this? There are places you can take your baby, ladies and gentlemen. I know y'all grown folks out here listening to the show. I understand she's 18 years old, though. If you know how to lay down and go in and out, you know that you can take your baby to a fire station or to a hospital or to a police station and drop it off, no questions asked. You don't have to throw it in a damn dumpster. Now you're going to go to court. Now you're going to have attempted murder charges. What a dumbass. Said she didn't know she was pregnant. Come on, man. All the way to the end, you didn't know you were pregnant. I know some women can have that experience, but come on, man. All the way to the end?
I don't have a kid, but I would take the kid instead of that. Yeah, I mean, there are people that want kids. Boomhauer's, uh, Boomhauer can't have kids, you know what I mean? His wife can't have kids, and they had to adopt, and um, it worked out fine for them, but there are plenty of families that would want a baby and take care of it. 911. Surveillance video of the incident quickly spread across social media, prompting the defense to grill the owner of Rig Outfitters, who posted the video on Facebook after handing a copy over to police. You had to have been aware it was a serious police matter. Criminal no, it's hard to watch. Avila's attorneys say they do not <laughs> dispute what the video. The the dude's uh, defending himself, basically saying, "Yeah, it's the footage is hard to watch, dude." She probably never would have been prosecuted if it, if he didn't put it on social media. What do you think? Shows. We're not in a whole lot of disagreement about what a lot of the evidence will show. It's the take on that evidence. That's that's the difference. During police interviews, Avilaid. It, it don't matter what people's take on the evidence is. You put the evidence up there and let the jury decide. Their take is the only one that's important. And he's trying to dissuade them. It's like, oh, it's not that bad. It wasn't that bad. Well, let me take your damn baby and throw it in the trash and see what you think about it. See how offended you are. People are dumb as hell, man. And I know the defense attorney has to give it all his. He has to give it everything he's got to try to save this woman's life. That's his job, you know, so. Yeah, she probably would have got away with it, in my opinion. ...to abandoning the child after she says she didn't know she was pregnant and gave birth alone in the bathroom of her family's home. I, I was in a panic. I didn't know what to do. Okay. I was scared. She's got the little baby voice going on right now, too. I didn't know what to do. I was scared. Like, come on, man. You're a fucking grown woman now. Okay. What'd you do after? I, I, I cleaned myself, and I just, it, I just left it where it was. Prosecutors are... Left it where it was. Now I bet you threw it in the... Boom. Over the shoulder. Into the trash bin. Her story doesn't add up. You will hear testimony about how she, was, she knew that she was pregnant prior to the day that she gave birth. You're gonna hear about the circumstances of that birth at the house that she shared with her parents. They say Avila's actions- Living with their mom and daddy again. When you're 18, you gone, man. I understand hanging out for a little while if you're going to college or whatever. But come on, man. Get your ass a job and get yourself a house or apartment and get out of there. To attempted murder. The defendant, Alexis Avila, driving in her white Jetta, picking the dumpster that she will throw her newborn baby boy into. Meanwhile, Avila's attorney says while she should be held accountable for something. For her actions, but not for what they've charged her with. He urged jurors <laughs> to set their emotions aside. We don't want you to have sympathy for our Watch client, how she throws but we also don't want you Boom. to be over prejudiced. She knew exactly what she was doing, man. She gave it a little heave-ho and went kaboop. Did a little half-shot put, like you said. Yep. She acting like a damn baby. She's in there getting her, black, uh, her back blowed out. For at least eight months. Nine months, and then she has the kid. 
she knew they're going to go through the cell phone. They're going to know every single text message to her girlfriends, how the boy didn't, the boyfriend probably didn't want it. But watch what ends up happening here. An emergency responder also testified the child was barely responsive before they took him to the hospital. The boy was later released and placed in the care of his teenage father and his parents. Avila's trial is scheduled to run through the end of this week. So the teenage father and his parents are now taking care of the baby. Crazy as hell. Like they didn't, she couldn't have been like, hey man, I don't want to have the kid. You want to have the kid? And give him the option to see if his uh, family wanted to take care of it. Just throw it in the trash. You crazy as hell. I hope she gets everything that's coming to her. Speaking of which, watch this kid right here cut off this damn transient flag. <laughs> You can hear people cheering in there now. There, this transient flag was covering up the damn Cuban flag right next to the USA flag, and this kid says, F that, dude. Cut that thing off here. All that needs to happen everywhere. Bunch of transhumanists. Yeah, man, get no say. Just the bill in the mail. It's all BS. Yeah, dude. Believe me, I went through it. went through it but we wanted to have a kid you know what i mean i've seen lots of videos where the uh mother just said see ya and the father's outside the damn clinic bawling his eyes out like dude i want the kid and she's like no i don't want it speaking of protecting children Bill Lee is proposing uh, improving the security at the schools, at the schools. Governor Lee and legislators propose improving security at schools. There's nothing more important than our students returning safely each day, he says. They sometimes have a video on that guy, but I'll read you an article. Tennessee Governor Bill Lee, Lieutenant Governor Rand McNally. Hey, like the books we all used to read back in the day. The House Speaker Cameron Sexton, which Justin Pearson said that he wants to get him uh to resign that's his first mission when he goes back and they just sworn him back in today for cameron sexton to be uh kicked out of the house uh all those guys and the legislative leadership announced additional actions to strengthen safety at public and private schools across tennessee yeah same name as the books that's crazy 
That's a unique name too, you know what I mean? You don't just find Rand McNally hanging out on a street corner. These measures included include enhanced legislation and funding to place an armed security guard at every Tennessee public school, boost physical security, physical school security at public and private schools, and provide additional mental health resources for Tennesseans. Uh, there's nothing more important than our student safety. Returning home each day, Lee said, as Tennessee grieves the tragic loss of six precious lives in the Covenant shooting, we're taking additional actions to significantly boost safety measures at every school with highly trained guards, physical security enhancements, and mental health resources. Nice. I thank Lieutenant Governor McNally, Speaker Sexton, and members of the General Assembly for their partnership as we pursue thoughtful, practical solutions to protect Tennessee students and teachers. At the beginning of the 2023 legislative session, Lee introduced a bill to strengthen the physical security at every public school and enhance accountability in safety school safety protocol additionally the governor's initial budget proposal included 30 million dollars for 122 homeland security agents to serve students at both public and private schools in every tennessee county these school safety measures were highlighted in the governor's 2023 state of the state address in february Following the tragic, tragic Covenant shooting that took the lives of six Tennesseans, including the three children, Governor Lee and members of the Tennessee General Assembly coalesced around further action steps to strengthen school safety. Let's play a little piece of his interview here. Alert. Bill Lee is holding a news conference. It's the first time we're seeing him address the media at a press conference since the deadly school shooting one week ago. We're waiting to learn the specifics. Let's listen in right now. It's been one week since a shooter entered the Covenant School and killed six Tennesseans. One week since we lost three children nine years old and three community leaders and friends and teachers, loved ones. Yeah, so he's going to do all that with the schools, thank God. Yeah, they wouldn't attack that beast if they would have had security there. They said she was going to go attack in other places, but they had security there, like a Walmart, I believe, had security at that particular Walmart she was going to try to go to. So I streamed this today. Hopefully it all came through. I don't know how much of it did, but your boy up here, let's see what kind of an accent he had today. Take a drink every time he makes it racist. 
Tennessee. Of Tennessee. So help me God. So help me God. That was the exact moment Justin Pearson was sworn back into office this morning. It comes exactly one week after the Tennessee House voted to expel him along with Representative Justin Jones of Nashville for not following rules of decorum. The two men had led protesters in chants for gun control from the floor of the chamber. The expulsions launched a firestorm of national media coverage, rallies, and a potential federal investigation. But as we saw today, within minutes of that swearing in, Representative Justin Pearson was right back debating on the House floor. People power is the only power that changes things. From the steps of Legislative Plaza in downtown Nashville, the stage was set for a comeback. I rise, I rise, I rise. Justin J. Pearson rises, yes! A sign at the podium reads, I stand with the Tennessee Three, and all three <laughs> were there for this historic moment. I need all the representatives to step back. This is a people-powered movement. When Justin Pearson took the stage, he asked citizens to come forward. We represent people. So we put people first. Minutes later, the process to put him back in the chamber had begun. I state your name. Justin J. Pearson. Pearson used the platform to once again call for an end to gun violence in Tennessee, saying the solutions Republicans put forth, in his words, aren't good enough. And he isn't done taking up the cause. I'm so glad to be fighting with you, to be marching <laughs> with you, because victory is ours. 30 minutes later, he was back in his seat in the Tennessee House, speaking out again. I'll read some of this video, because I've got some folks here from Memphis and folks who are watching who need to see what the Tennessee General Assembly is calling divisive. Well, the plight of the Tennessee Three has gained national attention. As you know, we are plight. still waiting to learn what will happen with this federal request. Side note, Laura Lowry is fine as hell. It's our local lady right here. Mm-mm-mm. By U.S. Senators for an investigation into what happened. They're asking the DOJ to look into whether their civil rights and rights to free speech were violated. Yeah, so um, I'll get... Dang, there's too many things to deal with. Let me go over this right now. All right, so you saw that. We're on this subject. We're going to go to this. Mark Dice did a video of this dude. You saw just what he looked like right there, and he's got his discount MLK. Big stick going on right there. I can tell you today. I can tell you tomorrow. Believe me, next week. One has to do with rep. And this is what he actually looks like. Shout out to Mark Dice for this video. He did a before and after wokeness, a true story. So this is what he looks like down here on the floor. And even today, you just saw that interview. To be at its end. That was him pleading his case just before the vote to throw him out. And here he is back in college in 2016 before coming down with stage four wokeness. Dustin J. Pearson, and I'm running for president of BSG. There are a few reasons that we're running this campaign this year. One has to do with representation. <laughs> he actually sounds like a normal person. Presentation. How can we represent all voices in a conversation? 
This is before his afro took hold. I mean, he's still clean cut. I mean, whether you got your hair long or short or whatever, his voice was totally different. His presentation was totally different. His vernacular was different. His dialect was different. I wanted to do this by partnering with organizations from the Boone Democrats to the Boone Republicans. I want to bring together different voices, dissenting voices, voices that may be more liberal or more conservative, in order that we can reach a point of sort of the radical middle. I had a hard time believing it as well. I thought that must be a different Justin J. Pearson, but it's the same guy. And now it's making headlines. Tennessee Democrats transformation from college to now goes viral on social media. The 2016 college campaign. Yeah, so. They said it was like a skit. You can't make it up, man. I mean. He did not look like himself. He, looked, he did not act like that. He did not talk like that. But they take advantage of stupid people. And they don't know any better. All they know is what he's saying. Like he's his old cheap uh, MLK, dollar store version of MLK. Before wokeness. After wokeness. Before, after. And he's going to ride this thing till Al Sharpton comes and takes him to dinner. You know what I'm saying? Did I ever see the video that news guy in Georgia had a bug fly in his mouth? Yeah, I did see that. Was that Isaiah? I don't think it was, but uh, it, he reminded me of that. He's like, country ass town. <laughs> I don't know. I think he was in Mississippi or something. He went he went right back to it immediately. As soon as his uh guard came down, he was like, Oh, this motherfucking bullshit. Yeah, that's the guy. That was Isaiah too, that's funny. Is that how he got his big break by being the bug in the mouth guy? I was gonna ask uh Sonia about that. He's like, give me that country-ass town. What the hell? Check this one out here. Three boys arrested in murders of three teens in Marion County, the Florida Sheriff says. So supposedly these uh, three kids had uh, killed their girlfriends, from what I understand. Three boys arrested in murders of three teens in Marion County, the Florida sheriff says. And this is the same sheriff that was uh, talking about gun rights and whatnot, saying, get up off my Second Amendment. Let's watch this. I will find him, and justice will be completed. The search continues Friday night for 16-year-old Taj Brutzen. He's one of three kids the Marion County Sheriff says was involved in the murders of three others last week. You, some of you know him, you know where he is, and you need to turn him in. Already in custody, 17-year-old Robert Robinson. You know exactly the whole neighborhood knows where he's at. He's at his mama's house. He's at his auntie and M's. Over at Bookie's place. Everybody knows where he's at. Nobody want to, don't, don't nobody want to say nothing. Dumb as hell. 
12-year-old boy we're not naming or showing because of his age. And at some point, these three individuals turned on our three victims and murdered them. Sheriff Billy Woods confirmed Friday all three teens were shot at the same time but were found days apart. 16-year-old Layla Silvernail was the first to be found. A day later, a 17-year-old boy in a ditch nearby. And on the following day, a 16-year-old girl in the trunk of Silvernail's partially submerged. So the, there was a 16-year-old girl, a 17-year-old boy, and then a 16-year-old girl. So there were, I thought it was three girls. My bad on that car in a pond. Sheriff Wood says all six kids, three suspects and three victims were involved in criminal activity and part of a wannabe gang. Now the investigators were able to determine that this group of juveniles were involved in committing burglaries and robberies, which they referred to as a lick. People who live near the crime scenes tell Fox 35 they're relieved two of the suspects have been caught, but they still can't wrap their heads around how three kids, one as young as 12 years old, could do something like this. If you were 12 years old, dude. Hanging out together, why kill each other? Even if whatever you're doing is with each other, you should have each other's back no matter what. They're losing their kids before they even become an adult. It's really sad. So the... So the sheriff says the suspects and the victims, again, knew each other for a short time because they appear to have been working together in some capacity. Right now, investigators believe the motive behind all of this was something to do with a robbery. If you have any information about the third suspect's whereabouts, call the sheriff's office or Crime Stoppers of Marion County. We're live in Marion County tonight. Wow. That's crazy as hell. But nobody ain't gonna go take them guns from them kids. You know they're not. I know y'all saw that interview with Elon Musk. I think ABL covered that already. We're gonna play it anyway though. He was talking to the BBC reporter. It made him look like a dumbass. I mean, yeah. I, would, I would only just add that, you know, we have spoken to people who, who have been sacked that used to be in content moderation. And, and we've spoken to people very recently who were involved in moderation. And they just say they just, there's not enough people to police this stuff, particularly around, um, particularly around hate speech um, in the company. Do, is that well, what hate speech you are you talking about? I mean, you use Twitter. Right. Do you see a rise in hate speech? I mean, I, I, just a personal anecdote. Like, what do, do you? I don't. Personally, my uh, for you, I would see I get I get more of that kind of content. Yeah, personally, but I, I'm not going to talk to talk to the rest of for, for the rest of Twitter. So you see more hate speech personally. I would say I would see more hateful content in that in that content you don't like or or hateful. What do you mean to describe a hateful thing? Yeah, I, I mean, you know, just content that will solicit. A reaction, something that may include something that is slightly racist or slightly sexist, those kinds of those kinds of things. So you think if I'm, something is slightly sexist, it should be banned? I, no, is I'm that not, what you're saying? I'm not saying anything. I'm saying. Well, I'm just curious. What you, I'm, just, I'm trying to say what you mean by hateful con content, and I'm asking for specific examples. Um, and if, and you just said that if something is slightly sexist, that's hateful content. Does that mean that it should be banned? Well, you've asked me. You've asked me whether my feed whether it's got less or more it, i'd say it's got slightly more that's but, what i'm asking for examples 
Can, right. you, can you name one example? I, I honestly don't use. I, I, honestly, you I don't. You can't name I, a single example. I'll tell you why, because I don't actually use that for you feed anymore, because I, I just don't particularly like it. But you and said actually, a lot of people. A lot of people are quite similar. I, I, I only. Well, well, I only look well at hang my, on a second. You said you've seen more hateful content, but you can't name a single example. Not even <laughs> one. <laughs> Not I'm even sure one. I've used that feed for the last three or four weeks, and I. Well, I, then I how did you see that hateful content? content? Because I've been I've been using I've been using Twitter since you've taken it over for the last six months. Okay, so then you must have at some point seen the you, for you hateful content. And I'm asking for one example. Right, and you I, can't I, give us a single I, one. And, and, and I'm saying, I, I, then I, I say so that you don't know what you're talking about. Really? <laughs> yeah. Because you can't give me a single example of hateful con content, not even one tweet, and yet you claimed that the hateful content was high. Well, that's a false. No, what I claimed, you just lied. What no, no. What I claimed was <laughs> you uh, just lied. There are many uh, organisations that say that that kind of information is on the rise. Now, whether whether it has on Give my feed or example. not, I mean, I, right. And Literally, can someone one. like the, the uh, Strategic Dialogue uh, Institute in the, U in the UK? They will say that. So they, look, people will say all sorts of nonsense. I'm literally asking for a right. single example, and you can't name one. Right, and as, as I've already said, I don't use that feed. But let's, well, then how let, would you know? Let, that you, I don't think you, this is getting anywhere. You literally said you experienced more hateful content, and then couldn't name a single example. Right, and as I said, I that's absurd. I haven't, I haven't actually looked at that feed. I then how would you know this hateful weeks. content? Because I'm saying that's what I saw a few weeks ago. I can't give you an exact example. Let's move on. We have, we only have a certain amount of time. Um, wow. COVID misinformation. You. <laughs> We're gonna stop that right there. He said, dude, you give me one example. He couldn't even give one. Just, dude, if you got a whole feed full of racist shit, a bunch of hateful speech and this and that, whatever he's trying to say, it should be readily available for you. What's the problem? Fonze, what's happening, boo? What happening, man? Yep, Elon was flipping that script on his ass. You don't know what you're talking about, idiot. Yeah, he just told him straight up. You don't know what you're talking about. People are dumb. He thought he was going to sit there and uh, take it, I guess. Like, dude, you don't know who you're talking to. This Elon Musk right here. He'll, he'll, he's got time. He'll sit there and go, go at it with you. Hey, Fonzie. Yeah, so uh, going back to the Pearson and jones for just a second the doj has now asked to investigate the expulsion of justice jones and justin pearson the u.s senator reverend what's he a reverend of the black church Raphael warnock uh, and Chuck Schumer said that uh, they want him to investigate. Let's watch this video. Tonight, Senate Democrats want the Department of Justice to get involved over these expulsions from a leader of the caucus. It says, quote, democracy is in the crisis in the state of Tennessee. We appreciate these U.S. senators for shining a light on these constitutional issues and raising our shared concerns with the Department of Justice. An abuse of power that silences whole communities and opposition voices deserves careful legal review, end of quote. Yeah, so they're going to try to do a review on it here. Yeah, the Reverend to take your cash on Sundays, Warnock said.
And old Chuck Schumer is involved with it there. You see old Chucky. Little Chucky Schumer is involved with it right there. And three other Senate's colleagues asked the Department of Justice to investigate the expulsions of Representatives Justin Jones, Democrat Nashville, and Pearson, Democrat Nashville, from the Tennessee House of Representatives. The DOJ will be determining whether any violations of the United States Constitution or federal civil rights laws occurred, civil rights laws, and take all steps to uphold d democratic integrity of U.S. legislative bodies. I mean, they took a vote on it, man. They took a damn vote on it. silencing legislators on the basis of their views or their participation in protected speech or protest is anti-ethical to American uh, democracy and values. Antithetical, that's what it said, antithetical, I'm sorry. Democracy and values. Senators wrote, we cannot allow states to cite minor procedural violations as a pre pretextual excuses to remove democratically elected representatives, especially when these expulsions may have been at least partially on the basis of race. Oh, come on, man. At least partially, partially. What's the DOJ going to do? Are they going to investigate the Republican House member that was expelled in Arizona too? Mm. Probably not. Probably not. It's the race card, man. It's accepted everywhere. They were both reinstated. reinstated. Shut the fuck up and investigate something that needs to be investigated. Oh, yeah, like some Biden stuff. Yep. They want to take this time to do that now. And what are they going to investigate? Like, y'all broke the rules. They had a whole hearing on it and everything. Y'all done, man. They went through the legislative process and it failed. They got written back in there, so shut the fuck up. Everybody got what they wanted. Happy ending. Everybody got a happy ending. Yep. I'm with you on that, Fonz. They'll try to investigate that, but they won't investigate this. Check this out. Um, and we're going to go ahead and get started with this afternoon. I'm going to. No uh, charges in the Sequilla Robinson death case. And the attorney basically just gets up here and says, hey, why not? And Shanquilla's doing that even in death. They were saying that uh, even though it's on videotape, that it's up to Mexico whether they want to pursue it or not. If they don't want to pursue it, there's nothing they can do. I'm like, come on, man, you got it on videotape. She was getting beat the hell up. 
she was butt ass naked, getting beat up by some psycho. And from what I heard, it was a transient, unconfirmed speculation, obviously. Shout out to DC Flake. Whoa. I think it's going to wrap it up for me on the YouTube side of things. I appreciate y'all being here. I'm going to have to end this stream to get it over to Rumble because I forgot to set it up on the Rumble side. I was so excited about getting back to y'all and hanging out. So give me just a few minutes to uh, end this stream and set that beast back up. And we'll continue on the other side of Rumble. And then we're going to do... Um, Surviving the game tonight is going to be our movie tonight on Rumble. Thank you to all my rebels. I appreciate y'all being here. No call-ins tonight, but that's okay. I was late. Everybody got better things to do. But I appreciate all the folks that did come and hang out with me. Shout out to my moderators, Anthony McQuaid, Atomic Tabasco, Cat F, Zetoichi's Cane Sword, Latina and Callie, and the beautiful Miss Sonya scrapbook. Shout out to SC Wolverines and the Fawns for coming and hanging out. I think I might just go ahead and go on to the movie, honestly. I don't think I have too many other stories to cover that were going to be like hard hitting or anything today. Let me check and make sure. Let me check and make sure. So we might do that just because I'm late, man. I hate being late on y'all. Let me show y'all this last one right here. On this side, it ain't too bad. Passenger films a wild confrontation between his Uber driver and a police officer. Watch this shit. Okay, so stop it with your mouth. Okay. Stop it with your for what, sir? For okay. what, sir? Okay. Stop it with that bullshit okay. and realize the three vehicle and traffic law violations you committed. Okay. Okay? Do you understand me? Yes, I, I don't understand. know what fucking planet you think I'm you're not, on right now. I'm, I'm not planning, sir. I'm here. Planning? I said planet. I say I I'm said not planet. Any, yeah, I'm not I any planet. They slammed his door. This sucks. Sorry about that. Pick the wrong guy. So okay, obviously. Pull over five fucking feet. Do you understand me? Pull over. <laughs> I have this on video in case you want to. You have? Yeah. Okay, thank you so much. In case you need to submit it to yeah. someone. Thank you so much. Yeah, send me your email. I'll send it to you. Okay. I'll, I'll give you my card. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. No, that's crazy. That's, that's really inappropriate. This is abuse of power, obviously. Because he was there. No, it's uh, it's no, not your fault. Listen, it's not your it's fault. Blinking. It's uh, this guy's just a dick. Yeah. <laughs> to put it mildly. Yeah, this cop's totally. I mean, he shouldn't be slamming your car. Or no, just, he shouldn't be slamming your car door. He shouldn't be he right throwing door. things yeah. around. 
Yeah, he doesn't have a right to open your door. Like, he's... he's. I don't think he could have really arrested you. I don't <laughs> you weren't under arrest. I think he's just on, on a power trip right now. Because you honked. Because he, he didn't have a blinker on. No. I mean, if you're going to park, you're supposed to put your blinker on. That's the way this works. Was, That's why I'm saying. No, no, I know. Yeah, but, you know. I know. Yeah, I, I know. would just not say anything. Don't say anything. Just, just you're going to be. Yes, sir. I'm sorry, sir. That's it. Now, let me tell you something. The next time you do it again. Okay. You're getting your, okay, what? You're going to let me fucking finish? Stop, Stop interrupting me. Okay. Apologize. I'm sorry. Well, who do you think you're talking to here? What a dick. I'm not saying nothing. I say, no, I every time I open my mouth, you have something to say. When you're driving up my ass, when I'm trying to park the car, and then you have to do something with your hands. Sir, I just say... I don't okay. care what you okay. have to say. Okay. Do you understand that? Yeah, I understand. People are allowed to park in this car, okay. park their cars, okay. on the side of the street without your interference. Okay, and then your opinion about what's going on. Okay, sir. Okay? Especially when the person you're doing it to are the police. Okay, sir. I don't know where you where you're coming from, or where you think you're appropriate in doing that. Okay. That doesn't it's not the way it works. Okay, how long have you been in this country? Almost two years. Almost how long? Two years. Two years. I got news for you. And use this lesson. Remember this in the future. Don't ever do that again. Okay. The only reason you're not in handcuffs going to jail and getting summonses in the precinct is because I have things to do. Okay. That's the only reason that's not happening. Because this isn't important enough for me. You're not important enough. Wow. Don't ever do that again. Do you? Are you a fair? Yes. You're a fair? Yes. And this guy is taking time out of your day for his vehicle and traffic violations. Sure. Thank you. Wow, he thought the fair was going to be on his side. What a dick. I have his plate. Oh, thank you so much. Wow, what an absolute dickhead. I'm I'm pretty sure that dude's gonna get fired. Hopefully he'll get fired. Yeah, let's check this article. We got an updated article. Read it and weep, asshole. The cop who berated an Uber driver is stripped of his badge and his gun. I knew it. Like he was in an undercover car. How are you supposed to know, man? How are you supposed to know? The NYPD detective who was caught on video chewing out an Uber driver has been stripped of his shield and gun and will be placed on modified duty, police officials said. Detective Patrick Cherry has been removed from the department's elite joint terrorism task force. Wow, he was on the terrorism task force. He was taking out his frustration on that guy because his nationality. How long you been in this country? What a dick. Uh, he will be doing desk duty until he is officially transferred out of the prestigious division. No good cop should watch that video without a wince, Commissioner Bill Brat Bratton said at a Wednesday press conference. Because all good cops know that officer just made their jobs a little harder. And that kind of encounter, anger like that is unacceptable. Yeah, just for beeping the horn because he was turning. Like, dude, you're undercover. You don't know what you're doing. You don't do that to a cop. What an idiot. In any encounter, discourtesy and obscene language like that is unacceptable. 
That officer's behavior reflected poorly on everyone who wears our uniform. I many? I wonder how many times a day he does that to people. It seemed like he was very comfortable just giving that dude a lecture. Let him check parking meters. Yeah, they hate those parkers, man. They hate the, the meter maids. I watched that damn parking wars for years. And they hate those damn meter maids, man. So give him that job where he's on his feet all day, thinking about what you did every single day. They say there are two types of people, those who are humble and those that who are about to be. Thank y'all for hanging out with me tonight. I definitely appreciate y'all. I'm going to end this show and we're going to go over to the Rumble and we're going to watch some movies. Let's all go to the movies. And um, on that movie, we're going to watch, on that channel, we're going to watch uh, SE Wolverine's suggested movie. Surviving the game. I'll see y'all over there. I definitely appreciate y'all. Let's get ready to rumble. Thank you guys so much. We'll see y'all next time. Peace out.